From the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 832 for the week of July 21st, 2015. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Disney, Universal, Cruise, or Adventures by Disney vacation. Hi everybody, I'm John Magi, and I'm going to be your host for this episode of the Diz Unplugged, and I am joined by our lovely and talented and fabulous Orlando team, Miss Kathy Rowling. Hi everybody. Miss Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hello. Miss Teresa Eccles. Corey's creeping me out. <laughs> Is he got his My Little Pony stuff out? Yeah, over here, Brony. Seeing Brony. Corey Martin. I'm still happy to be here. Ryan L. Hoosen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and associate producer, Craig Williams. I'll just refer to me as the producer today, please. Okay, you'll be the producer. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us for this uh, segment on the, for the Diz Unplugged. What we're going to talk about this week is I asked the team to come up with some ideas that we can share with you as locals to the Orlando area, the Central Florida area, that would help you plan or, or have the best Disney vacation possible. These won't necessarily be Disney-related tips. Um, they might be about other places where you can go or just travel in general, but uh, hopefully what we can do is we can share our knowledge as locals who are here, who see a lot of people travel, maybe correct some people's mistakes and help you avoid some pitfalls for traveling to and from Orlando and within the Orlando area. And I'm going to start it out. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk a little bit about Orlando International Airport. I'm going to start with actually arriving in Orlando. I've heard from several people who say OIA, Orlando International Airport, is very intimidating. I don't think that's no. true. No. I think it's one of the easiest airports yes. I've ever been to. But again, I travel in and out of it a lot, so I know exactly what's going on. But a lot of people say, oh, they find it very confusing. So one of the things I want to tell people is something I see a lot is as soon as people get off the plane, the first thing they do is like this confused deer in the headlight, double take, I don't know what to do. The first trick, follow the crowd. Mm-hmm. When these terminals, either you're going to go to the end and hit a dead end, or you're going to go the other way and you're going to head out of the terminal. So follow the crowd out. You're going to go to the monorail, which is going to take you to baggage claim and ground transportation and things like that. The other tip is that both monorails go the same place because I see that all the time. Which monorail should we get on? I'm getting on the wrong one. People get a little panicky. Both monorails go to the same place. Just get on it and follow the crowd. The other thing is the monorail will tell you where your luggage is going to be. It can tell you where your baggage claim is. Something that seems to confuse people a lot. I don't know where to go. There's two sides to this airport. There's an A and B. The monorail announcer will say, listen, go to, luggage, go to baggage claim A, go to baggage claim B to pick up your luggage. And then finally, the last thing that I hear a lot of is, well, where do I get Disney's Magical Express? Where do I find Disney's Magical Express? There are signs everywhere. As a matter of fact, there was a sign as soon as I got off the plane this last trip in the jetway that said, for Disney's Magical Express, go to this location. So I think OIA is an, an easy airport. I think as long as you listen and read the signs. 
I understand that what happens is you kind of get into vacation mode, you get into travel mode, especially if you're traveling with a family and kids, you might get a little stressed out. Just take a second to sort of listen, read the signs and find out where you are. It's a very easy airport. Don't, don't let it intimidate you at all. Um, and then the other thing is, if you're going to rent a car, just follow the signs for rental cars. Super easy. Great way to get around. Don't let this be the start of your vacation to be in panic mode over the airport. Mm-hmm. And All don't right. tell your kids. I've, I've been out the airport, and one time in particular, um, the parents on the plane had been telling their kids that Mickey was going to meet them at the gate. Oh, well, that's And nice. so, of course, the kid gets off the plane, and there's oh. no Mickey to meet them, and the kid... You know, started screaming. So, you know, I I walked. I don't usually do this, but you know, I couldn't stand to see this kid crying. And I just said, you know, Mickey's home, getting some sleep. He'll see you in the park Look at in the you morning. Interacting with because, people, you know. I, I, well, I didn't. You know, I mean, it's Mickey. He's coming to Disney. I don't want his first thing to be that Mickey didn't meet him at the gate. So, you know, get your kids. You know, like the characters aren't going to be there on the airport. Set their expectations. I would say yeah. Mickey's having a bad day. He didn't want to see. <laughs> Is that what you would say? Mickey's not taking visitors right now. <laughs> Mickey's closed. Go home. All right. Who wants to share another tip? I oh sorry. Uh, I'll I'll talk I'll talk mainly. <laughs> what was that? I was gonna say one, but I didn't want to jump in. I, I get a lot of questions of people visiting Disney and they want to go to the beaches and they're like, which one do I go to? Which one's best for me? And there are differences, and it really is depending. Uh, what you're looking for the the west coast we're looking at Clearwater, um st pete the water there i mean it's it's nice it's nicer mm-hmm. than the east coast the sand is more um powder than compared to the the east coast which feels like uh crushed up shells right but you know th- there are differences you're not going to hit waves there it's very calm it's the it's the gulf side but the the water's nicer the sand is powder but it's a little it's you're dr- going to drive a little ways to get to it um then you have coco which is the closest beach to disney um you will find waves there the sand is different texture more shelly um then if you go a little bit north, you're going to hit uh, Daytona, a little bit south than that, New Smyrna. New Smyrna is the beach that we go to. The option there is that you can actually drive on the beach. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have kids, this could be a good thing or a bad thing, that there's, a, there's uh, cars. Constant stream of cars. Depending on the tide, but there are mm-hmm. constant cars on the beach depending on the tide. But it's easier if you have, like, a bunch of stuff. You know, you're not lugging stuff across the street. You're not looking for parking spots. You're parking right there. Your car's right there. Um, and again, there are waves there too. So, and New Smyrna is a little bit, um, a little bit quieter than Daytona. Daytona is very, uh, very touristy. But it really depends on what you're looking for. The closest beach is going to be Coco. Um, Port Canaveral's right there. That's where Disney Cruise Line sails out of, and all the other. Um, you can visit Teresa. You can, and I'm just two blocks from the beach, so which I walk down to a lot on my lunch hour when I'm trying to get away from John and his phone calls. <laughs> I just go to the beach. And How long of a lunch hour are you taking? <laughs> it takes 10 minutes to walk down there. No, sometimes we'll go early and we'll walk down and walk back or stay late if it's not too hot and walk down and walk back. It's, it's That part of the beach is not as busy as when you go down to Cocoa Beach. The pier. Proper, the pier in that area. That can be a little hectic. But up near, closer to Port Canaveral, it's a quieter beach. There's still people out there. But I think it's more locals. It's not touristy, and I like that. It's 
it's a quieter. Of course, there's no food stands or anything, but, you know, bring your own. It's nice, too, being here in Orlando, that it's about the same distance to either coast. So Mm -hmm. that was one of the things that I liked when I moved here was the fact that I could wake up and decide if I wanted to go, you know, to the Atlantic side or the Gulf side, and I could be there in a little bit over an hour, where where I lived in Pennsylvania, it was a good nine, ten hour right. drive to get to, to water. So, you know, don't be afraid to take a day from your vacation and, and venture out and see some of the stuff around On here. On that note, um, I grew up here in Florida, so beaches were a big thing. Something that we would do, maybe, maybe or maybe not when we were playing hooky from school, is... Um, you wake up really, really early in the morning and you go to the East Coast and watch the sunrise, spend some time there at the beach. And then at some point in the middle of the day when it's like wicked yeah. hot and you hate your life, you get in your car and you drive to the other coast to make it there in time to see the sunset oh, all that. within yeah. the same day. And that's a really that. fun thing to do. Um, also, if you're going to go to the beach, don't pop the blue bubbles that you see laying in the sand. Those are man of wars, and that's a bad idea. They, if you pop them, lots of things fly out of them, and they sting you really badly. I've had my hand paralyzed by a Portuguese man of war on oh, vacation geez. in Florida when I was like 10 years old. I couldn't move my hand for like five days. It was very traumatizing, so I hate the beach here. Wow. <laughs> wow. Be- beware the blue bubbles. Mm-hmm. Just leave them be. Make sure your kids know not to... Um, not to step on them, not to poke them. That's a bad idea. Um, and, and just kind of be aware when you're looking around because sometimes they're partially covered by sand and you'll only see a little bit. And a Portuguese man of war is not a regular jellyfish. It will kill you. It's not like this, ooh, stung myself on this little moon jelly. It is like you have to go to the hospital little if it gets jelly. on you because it, it burns through your skin. <laughs> yeah, a little moon jelly. A little, little moon jelly? Yeah, a little guy. Pee you know what those are? Pee on it. Yeah, it's, it's not the PP jellyfish. Yeah, well, talking about the. Beach. There was a lot of exaggeration in that. <laughs> the topness over there. Did I hear PP somewhere in there? Uh, yeah, we yeah. less, less over the PP, but I guess we can. It works. But when I was looking up, I had some ideas, but I came across this fact. Did you know that um, sunscreen was invented here in Florida? What? Yeah, a, a gentleman by the name of Benjamin Green in Miami. Um, uh, started copper tone. He developed copper tone. So, oh, wait, that's not sunscreen. Copper tone well, gets you brown and no, your butt stays but he white. Also did, no, he also did the sunscreen thing. Oh, okay. But it's like, don't it's, don't think because you're coming to Florida, I don't know why. A lot of people, if you look at them in the parks, that they're, they're not wearing sunscreen. It's like, shame on you. Day the, two, you can see yes. they're all red. Does that mean the little girl with the dog? Yeah. Yep. She, yeah. Is that a, fa- a picture from here? That's Teresa when she was That's little. That's Teresa. That was when I was blonde. She'll be autographing those. Jenny Lynn when she was skipping school. Yeah. 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 Man of Wars. I was the lobster child, and they're all red on day two. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy, it hurts. Of course, of course, visiting the beach or going anywhere else in the Central Florida area requires you to really have a car. So I was going to say one of my tips was going to be that I know that. Disney's Magical Express and Disney Transportation is easy. You can get on that and you don't have to think about anything else. I really suggest people rent a car, mm-hmm. especially on your second or third visit to the Orlando area. A couple reasons. First of all, it's really cheap and easy here in Central Florida. There's so many rental car places, you can get a car very, very inexpensively for your time here. The second time is the second reason is you can save a lot of time. I know everyone has tricks about getting on the buses between parks, and I do this and I do that. I'm sorry. I think 
getting in your car is so much easier. Amen. Yeah. Than waiting for the bus. And you know what? It gives you a little time away from everybody else. Yes. I've uh, I've been on property the past couple of weeks with like July Fourth and other busy periods and. One of the things I, sorry, Rhino, one of the things I first did whenever I moved down here uh, was my sister came with me, and she was a previous cast member on the college program, so she said the best way to learn driving on Disney is to just spend a couple hours and just literally keep going around. There's signs everywhere, so you can't get lost, but at the same time, in two hours, you can have the entire property mastered. Mm -hmm. If you just spend a little bit of time driving around, a lot of seeing everything, doing that too, and that's where you get it. I mean, it can save you a ton of time on those busy holidays like July Fourth. If you know three ways to go out of every single hotel or park to get somewhere else, and so as much as I hate people driving on property and slowing me down, it really is beneficial if you want to maximize your time. I, I want to say something about driving really quick too, because I was just home and had some wonderful driving experiences with my mother. Um, she is one of those people like we missed the turn going somewhere and you would have think the world was about to end like oh. and i was like all right we're stressed out we're here for a funeral and then it happened on the way to my nephew's birthday party like three days later and i was like nope it's just you um and i said to her you know it's not against the law to just turn around right yeah. like just pull over or i've noticed in florida a lot of people get panicky when the exit's coming up so they there's a lot of like slamming on your brace cutting right. across lanes one of the best things about when i moved here and like once you learn the roads here is you can just take the next exit. It's all going the same way. Like it's all, it's almost grid shaped here. It's, it's, you know, I'm from an area where it's not like that. So it was mind blowing to me, but just take the next mm-hmm. exit. You can turn you around can and go back or you just take a right. Yeah. Just and if relax. There's, not, yeah. there's going to be panic. a sign saying next exit. No 100 return. miles. Right. Yeah. No. Exactly. Oh crap. Exactly. <laughs> Especially around Disney. Around Disney, there's mm-hmm. like three or four exits right. that are for Disney. It'll yeah. get you there. But right. you know what? My tip is avoid I-4. Oh, yeah, because it's. I know it's hard to. It's very difficult yeah. to avoid I four if you're not familiar with the area, but, but it's it's a rough but road. But if you can, we moved but here. But if you can, we moved here in 2000. I forgot where Julie was going, and this was before we had navigations in the car. And she called, and she was lost somewhere. We're not. We weren't used to all the roads having numbers. We're used to like you know the names, you know, Beach Line or East West Expressway instead of 408, 528. So I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I'm like, what's oh, slow down? What's near you? Well, there's a McDonald's. <laughs> was you was following you? No, I was at home. Because we in 2008, <laughs> I was following Corey down I-4, and he ditched me and left me some... You weren't keeping up. <laughs> you just took off. And I, I stayed calm because... I just got off. Well, I followed the wrong car. Okay. It looked like his car. <laughs> and I followed this other car off. And I re- and Corey calls me. He's like, that, that wasn't me. Okay, that wasn't you. But anyway, but I, I just stayed calm because you can get right back on. Like right, you yeah. said, you can circle around. I never worry about getting lost. I just. I don't anymore. I don't. I, I did when I got here. So I can sympathize with that. One of the best um, investments I ever made when I moved here in 2007 was I had one of those like phones that could flip open two different ways. And they had just introduced like for an extra 10 bucks a month, you could do like GPS and it yeah. would talk to you. And so you could just plop it up in front of your car. And then yeah. I, after literally just after like what Craig said, just kind of take the wrong exit every now and then to figure out where you are. Also almost every rental car company now offers a GPS. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Might be an extra price, but everybody's got it on your phone. Everybody's got something. No, my husband doesn't. His flip phone does not have. Oh, God. You always Normal have to have people. an exception you know, to what I say. But you know what? Going back to what John said, renting a car is is great. But 
if you are really concerned about making your way around, you don't want to start your vacation off with that stress going, oh, crap, oh, crap. And, and later you get to the hotel all stressed out. You know, there are there. If you don't want to take Magical Express, you can do a town car company. If say you're only here for four days and you don't plan on leaving the Disney vicinity, you can just you can take a town car if you want. But if you want to explore, you need a rental car. But well, would you nervous about your directions? Magical cool. Express and then rent a car for a day or two after they've gotten. Let's no explain profit. that to folks that you know. Right at Disney, there's an Enterprise rental mm-hmm. car company where you can go and get a car fairly easily. You can get a ride to the rental car company and back for the. For the day, if you want to just get a car for the day, so it's very easy to do. It is, and it just that takes the the fear of getting out of the airport and all of that away because you're already in your little. Again, bubble. I go back to the airport. I don't. For me, I think the airport's super easy. Oh, I think it is too. When I the first time I flew in here, coming from Atlanta was my home airport, and before that, O'Hare in Chicago was my home mm. airport. This was like, oh, look at this quaint little. Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> quaint little stop. And it's expanding. There's going to be another terminal built, so I'm sure it'll be a little bit more complicated. But it's still, I think their signage is great for driving out of it. People are super friendly. I think people hard- like Kathy are hanging out telling you about. <laughs> <laughs> so look for Kathy. The hard part is uh, having to pay the tolls, and so always remember to have that change yeah. unless you have a rental mm-hmm. car that has the built-in option, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Unless you literally go out of the airport and drive up Semeron and then fight your way downtown and really get yourself lost. The easiest way to get to I-4 is using the toll roads in 417. So just have that and you know you're going to bite the five bucks in the long run but it's so much simpler than trying to. That's something I learned when I moved here and actually this is my my month that I moved here in 2008. July is my anniversary. Cue the music. Cue the music. Cue the tears. I, don't know I, um, I was not going to go on a toll road. I'm not paying that. <laughs> you know, six, seven hours later, I'd make it to Disney or to Universal. Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, okay, I've got to, like Craig said, you just do it. And it's, I hate tolls. I hate them I so much. Them. But but the, the, the people need to know that our highway is you know notorious for being bad and currently they're in the the very early stages of an eight year development plan for mm-hmm. it so it's not going to be great for a Our while highway. so you mean mm-hmm. four yeah, yeah i4 so my recommendation is to absolutely get that toll um thing in the car if you can because there are other ways to go and there's a lot of cool stuff on those other ways too that it will make it just as an enjoyable variety. i was gonna mm-hmm. ask can't you get we have the thing SunPass that Correct. you know does the automatic payment of the toll booths. So you mm-hmm. don't have to stop and throw in the coins. Mm-hmm. Um, you can order those online, right? And you, you can, can have yeah. them mm-hmm. mailed to My you. My father-in-law yeah. has one in Georgia for when he come. He doesn't have to worry about. I it. believe it's SunPass.com. And you have yeah. options. You can, if you want a SunPass, you can get the one that you stick up in your car window, which isn't good <laughs> for rental cars. Um, but then you can also buy a transponder that you can move between mm-hmm. vehicles. So if you do travel down here a couple times a year and you use toll roads, definitely invest in the $20 that it costs to get a Sun Pass. And then you can just switch it with whatever car you yeah. ever take whenever and you're down here. You they can rent it through the rental car company. They offer, rental car companies will offer that. Or you can go to a 7-Eleven and get yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I, was just I just want to talk about... You mentioned you can switch between cars. It's actually illegal, except what you have to do is you have to re-register it for the new car. That's yeah, right. uh, that's the catch. Very easy, like you said. Go to the website and you just put in the new car that you're driving, and that's fine. And, and so, while, while you Sorry. have your car, you need to go to Publix. You do. 
for the fried chicken like and the, the hoagies. Let me write that down because I do and, need and, to go. And the baked goods, <laughs> and you need to pick up cheese. Um, cheese, yes. But it's too hot for cheese. Because people always go, like, where's a good place to get baked goods? Publix, you know. Um, and if you've ever had their fried chicken, everybody raves about the fried chicken. Take a night, go off property, pick up if you've got a villa. You're staying the someplace? one in celebration is very nice. Yes. That's what I was going to say. A lot of people default to the uh, the Walmart that's right offside a of property on 536, 535, 192. That's the CP Walmart. So it's always busy with tourists, college Cash programs. Yeah. The, oh, it's the it's one of the only places that'll drop I he college meant programs. Place. Off. <laughs> no. Well, it college is programs. So it's always busy there. If you just go to the celebration Publix. It's one of the better Publixes in the area. It's very clean. They have their good Publix sushi and fresh fresh meats all the time. Uh, they fresh got a, baked goods. I think and, a liquor store at that one too. And there's like a there's like a lot of stuff in that plaza. So there's like a little mm-hmm. yeah. little bar, a little Irish pub that you could go there's to. A Joe's Crab Shack. Yeah, yeah. A bicycle oh, shop for your bike. You have meats. a bike, but. But I will say, not all Publix. The pricing is not the same at all of them. So if you go a little bit farther away, it might be cheaper. I learned that. Just don't go to the Walmart. Yeah. Or the Goodings. It's not a good experience. But yeah, that Goodings no. is way, way we were We were by that Goodings the other day because we went to that new Tom and Chi oh, place. Yeah. And I said to Kitty, is Goodings even open? There was like three cars out in front of the place. So I think the word's out. Yeah. That oh. nobody goes to Goodings anymore. Yeah, Goodings passed its prime for yeah. sure. I never even heard of it. But Tom and Chi is awesome. Is yeah, it grocery is. Grocery store at Crossroads. I just got a text about Tom and Chi. Oh, you have to go. Oh, it's so good. And do not get gas right there in Lake Buena Vista area. No. Great, great tip. I was going to come up with that. Is say uh, one of the things you want to do is get gas on Disney property. Always the best price gas. And there's that thing about prepaying for the gas or filling it up. If you fill up at Disney, your tank's still going to say full by the time you get to the airport. So don't freak out and go, I have to get gas right before I return my rental car. Get it on property and drive over there. They'll be fine with that. If not, there's also a uh, a Wawa right on Semeron that Wawa. has very good gas prices if you do need to fill up mm-hmm. right before. And they're not has stations anymore. They're right not? There. It doesn't Speedway. exist. Speedway? Yeah. Speedway, Speedway bought Hess and... They've really changed the logo. It's it's all the same gas prices. No, it's all it's essentially the same. They just won't sell the Hess toy trucks whenever it comes around to the November season. Um, And Speedway also does not offer debit card transactions for buying gas. But you should never put your pin in at a gas pump, anyways. You should always do credit or pay inside. So. Well, that's a good tip because I've been freaking using my card for as a debit card for yeah, the last like, they, five years. I do it too, but what I do is you do that thing where you check it to make sure it's yeah, I wait. Cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but you know, if you're gleary about it, for sure, don't use it. I've my sister has had her debit yeah. card it stolen down here before at the gas pumps, so I just wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Just don't buy gas. Just don't buy. <laughs> gas. Just walk. I have a that's tip. Cool. What's the next handy tip, John? Yeah, I have well, one. Jenny Lynn has one. Okay, cool. Layered clothing is a good idea because the weather here is very moody. So especially when you get more like in the winter months, it can there's periods in the day where it can be pretty hot still. But then like in the evening it can cool down. Not only that, but you're going in and out of air conditioning. Your idea of cool down. Yeah. Yeah. And my idea of cool down. I always have to take a jacket because when I go into the air conditioning. You're cold right now, aren't you? 
I'm I, sweating. I'm a little yeah, it's warm over on this side of the room. It's warm. Yeah, because there's air conditioning in here. Well, some but some places are just like they have the air conditioning yeah. like up like it's like a meat locker in there. Those are the good places. <laughs> well, some of us need jackets. But okay. you know, even it. in the wintertime, you can tell like who lives here and who doesn't because we'll have like the long pants on. And people be running around with shorts and tube tops, and it's like, okay, I can tell you don't live here. Where we have a sweat jacket on, I pull out my scarf, and people laugh in January, but it's the only time to wear a scarf yeah. in Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, there are times of the year. That's my that's my point. Just and then also like with the the rain, it can sometimes yeah. it can it just changes and it can change fast. It changes fast, but along the lines of the clothing, shoes. I'm not a flip flop person. But I know a lot of people wear flip-flops because they feel like they're in Florida. I would say skip the flip-flop. You should never I know we, wear them at a theme park. I know we're going to disagree on this one, JL. We are. Skip the flip-flop and put on some comfortable shoes that are going to get you through the day. It depends, it depends what on you're on doing. It depends on the flip-flop. Yes, and it You can have a very flip-flop. comfortable flip-flop. And if you do, then I recommend those because in instances like when the unexpected thunderstorm comes... Your feet dry out much faster. Otherwise, you're walking around in soppy shoes like and reefs. socks. And it, no, I like agree with Jay. really uncomfortable. You know, as I'm sitting here with my flip-flops on, <laughs> that I wear 365. You are a flip-flop person. Yes, 365 days a year. Depending on, if I was going to do, yes, Corey, I have them on now. <laughs> I was looking um, under the table. I have on sneakers that are essentially <laughs> flip-flops. Like if you're going to be in the park like all day, I don't know that I would wear flip-flops. But no. when I go in well, for like three or four hours, I'll wear my flip-flops. And my flip-flops don't get slippery in the rain. But do you also yeah, walk quickly in your flip-flops? flip-flops? Because I hate people yes. that they're yeah. like, I'm wearing flip-flops. I got to walk slow. <sighs> right, right. It's, or when you're in the crowd, you're, you're asking for your, your foot person. to be broken is what is. My thing is, if you start... <laughs> she shuffles and clocks. <laughs> I do. <laughs> It really irritates me. I meant to tell you that. I'm so sorry. I'm doing it on the show. Thanks. I'm glad I'm finding this out now in front of God and all of creation. This right, John, are you? Are you were right in the middle of a thought before we got into the weird uh, flip-flop shuffle. Yeah, I'm just, just going to say, like, even for people who are constant flip-flop wearers, Eli wears flip-flops every day, all the time, and we go to a theme park, and he's always like, should I wear theme flip-flops or park sneakers? And I'm like, for the love of God, Eli, if you wear flip-flops and you are... 10 feet behind me, I will leave you behind. Or if you complain once about your feet, I don't have any sympathy oh. because you're from here. You He's should awful. know better. What is it with Honestly, the hip JL, hatred? The, the four of us with JL and you and Eli, we were in the park one day at Universal, and he showed up. And my God, it, you could not get any slower in flip-flops. Right. Than <laughs> you know what? You don't need to let's, let's, let's take note here. Bring it down I down. was up in front with Craig, not slow flip-flopping, you Teresa. Well, you know, here's, here's the deal, JL. Out my ears I don't want right to hear flip-flop. Before we get into the cadence of people's walks, I would like to just say something, too, is I think people overpack. So yeah. if you're going to pack sneakers and flip-flops and blah, 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 you can get flip-flops. You can get Crocs. They are two for $5. What happened to the days of Crocs? Those were oh, very Those were never a thing. Flip-flops. They were, they were a, thing. a thing. I remember them. It was a thing when I first moved here. However, I don't, I don't think, you know, one of the things I like to tell people is don't overpack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because people go crazy and they pack all these different clothes and all these different shoes and all these. And you're just making yourself miserable. You're coming to a theme park. Be comfortable. It's Florida. It's hot. As a matter of fact, right now it's miserably hot. So, but I understand that. that. I mean, people are coming on vacation, and you have your new vacation clothes. 
right? I'm past that point now because... Well, I'm saying this is our tip as someone I know, who's been here for a while and also pack come comfortably. Often. Make sure the kids have plenty of changes. Right. And I would say, too, the thing that I found amazing when I first moved here is like when I lived in Pennsylvania and you went out for dinner, you like dressed up. Down here, getting mm-hmm. dressed up right. is yeah. your nicer pair of shorts. Oh, it's a totally yeah, different That's what thing. I was just going to say. You hit on it when you said comfort. The big thing here is comfortable all the time comfortable fancy here is not the same as new england fancy no. fancy right. here is a nice pair of flip-flops your bedazzled flip-flops and um some very cute shorts and a you know nice little tank top with cute spaghetti straps or something there's However, very few restaurants where you'd be required to wear anything other than resort clothes but right. as locals who have to look at tourists all the time <laughs> it's always appreciated whenever you see someone who's dressing up a little bit nicer going into it because i mean like yeah. at disneyland it's a really yeah. common occurrence where you see people still dressing dapper every yeah. single day and that's how they go into the parks with us. It's if if you don't have your tube top on, JL, then that's that's a way to celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second here. Let's try to take that. Let's that as a tip. Dress for Craig. Craig will tell you how he wants you to dress and look for But you him. know, we have something. I'm sure California will dispute this. We have, we have more heat than they do, right? Oh, we, we have, have humidity. We have humidity. humidity. And it's it was hot. It was hot this past week. It was very it, hot. It, However, there was nowhere near the humidity. And when have. you get off the plane here at that airport that no one can handle, right? It's <laughs> no one can handle. It's crazy heat. I mean, it just hits you. Well, on, on your note right here too, I I always like to wear like don't bring that like oh here's my cute top because it fits me a little tighter. I always say go with the bigger t-shirt because it is gonna stick to you and it's yeah. not gonna be well, pretty. I'll remember that. Don't wear my cute little tight <laughs> shirt. Don't wear your tight <laughs> We're talking about me. rain and stuff in the flip-flop thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't let the rain ruin your vacation because right. it's going to happen every it day, right? It happens every single bring day. Bring an umbrella. Bring a poncho. Get wet if you want to if it cools you off. Don't let it. I've been with people that it just it stopped their Unless trip. you're wearing a white tube top, no bra. Yeah. I hate when I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear colored panties under your white cold. shorts in the rain. Yeah. You know. I think what cracks me up is the people who complain about the weather and getting wet in a theme park and then ride Cali River Rapids. Yeah. <laughs> and then ride Splash Mountain. And I think, well, you're going to be wet anyway. What's yeah. the big deal? You know, you're going to dry off. You don't let it stop you. You might disagree with me on this. I say, don't pack an umbrella, don't pack a poncho. You can get one in the park. I realize but it might be a little more expensive. expensive. Yeah. But I still, I, I think that takes up. I don't pack a poncho. I, I pack an umbrella for pack, myself. I don't think the rest of the family's on there. I still have some of my ponchos, you know, the yellow ones. So that's how many years back. So whatever I paid for it at Disney, it was worth the money. I think we about 30 it. of them because we yeah. forget to pack them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, we yeah. I've got a whole closet full of them. It's crazy. So. All right, so I want to move on to another tip that I thought of, I came up with. All by myself. Um, I don't know why I said <laughs> I think it's... So I, proud of himself. I am very proud of myself. I think one of the things you should do before coming is you should get a Disney visa. Even if you're not a credit card mm. user, even if not, you're not someone who typically likes to put things on a credit card, the Disney visa gives you a discount. It gives you 10% off of a $50 or more purchase. So this is a discount. You don't have to be an annual pass holder. You don't have to be a DVC member. It's available to everybody. So I think it's a little bit of a a good idea to save a little bit of money. The other tip with the Disney Visa is it is for purchases of $50 or more. So try to, like, save up your stuff. Like, don't go up with one mug 
and then try to get your discount on your Disney Visa. Um, the other thing, too, is a Disney Visa, the rewards are Disney gift cards. So that's also a great thing for your Disney vacation. You can sort of save those up and get those along the way. And it also works in California, too. So, you know, it's it's, so it's any duty. Disney, any Disney, like, property? Yeah, exactly. Like, the first couple times that I went to California and I didn't have a Disneyland annual pass the only way to save money was by having the Disney card, and I did exactly what John said. I just, if I knew that I what I wanted was going to be all in one place, then I just saved it up until it was over fifty, and then get nice. that ten percent discount. It's nice and easy. I know I'm on this Disneyland high because we just came back. I think it's great that cast members at Disneyland. The first thing they ask you is, "Do you have anything that would give you a discount?" You're yes. right. You're yes. right. The first yep. thing they ask you: Are you an annual pass holder? Are you mm-hmm. DVC? Are you Disney Visa? Oh, they don't ask that here. Not yeah. here. No. You have to know it. You have to beg yeah. it. Right. So it's important to know that you're qualified for certain things. Like we talked about DVC. I almost always forget mm-hmm. DVC members get a discount. Yeah, they almost want to save you money there. Yeah. Do you yeah. have anything? Wow. What's yeah. that? Look like? in your yeah. wallet. Do you have anything? <laughs> right I think the difference, Can I I think look the in difference your is that is <laughs> there they have more of the local community, and so there's going to be more people that do have you know, an annual pass with a discount or whatever it is, whereas here, pretty much the only question they ask you is, are you on the dining plan? Right. You're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. because we're not a locals park. Mm-hmm. Still, they well, should do sad. it. And I can't let the show go by without mentioning you have to go to the Space Center, Kennedy Space Center, if you're here. That goes with my Florida isn't just about Walt Disney. There's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff to do here. You know what? Sure is. Branch out. Pet them gators. You got to do it. gators. Go see those rockets. <laughs> and then I have my last thing. And Kelvin gave me this one because I asked him. I said, well, you've been here the same distance. I, what, what's your – because he works in a theme park. Mm-hmm. And this, I'm going to put this on a T-shirt. Do less and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Don't rush through it. You see the screaming children and the, you know, ticked off parents and everybody fracturing out and doing, getting mad at each other. Just, and I realize I can say this because I'm in Florida, mm-hmm. but also, I don't know, I'm sure people will get upset because I can go back and do it again. But still, if you're not enjoying what you're doing, you're going to go back and all you've got is 20 pictures of little bibbity bobbity crying her head off because you know well it, it comes to name bibbity bobbity <laughs> <laughs> but you're right it, it, i guess you know some people are like i gotta get my money's worth i have right, to get yeah. my money's worth i'm only here for four days i'm only here for five days i need to see everything but what ends up happening you need a vacation from your vacation yeah mm-hmm. like oh, i just got back from disney i'm exhausted yeah. the worst thing i hear people say to their kids is do you know how much i paid for this vacation <laughs> <laughs> i say that every day when my children do, say, do you know how much i paid for that cheese that. katie and i will go through the park and do that to each other and it's amazing the looks we get because sometimes i'll be the person that says it and sometimes she's the person and people just like stop like really I have it's like a, I don't correct them. Um, I have a little bit of a tip concerning shopping. So we all know that the souvenirs at Disney can be really, really expensive. We have this great Why little thing. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Because like <laughs> it's, 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 it's a secret. It's such a big secret that it's we have to whisper. It's a secret, guys. Um, sorry. Disney Vacation Club. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the best <Sorry>. secret. <laughs> Sorry, Jenna. Um, well, we have the premier outlets here, which are it's a fantastic place to get discounted merchandise. They do have a Disney store in there that you can get, um, you know, I guess what, whatever the leftovers, the overstocked items are, but you can get them there for um, less. There's also a place out here in Winter, uh, no, it's not in Winter Garden anymore. Oh, it moved. It's in Orlando. Theme Park Connection awesome. has a lot of um, actual 
stuff from the parks, you can get a little piece of Disney. Uh, it's kind of like a theme park garage sale, but except for not with garage sale prices. Anyway. Um, a lot of the stuff in this room actually came from theme park. Yeah, they have some. They have some really cool stuff that you can find there. So I'd, you know, if you have so the time, make a don't, trip out. Don't shop on property. You know, if that if if it doesn't, I mean, obviously some people are like, I have to get it from the place. Yeah, it doesn't have to be from the place. You can get something. Well, I have a friend. A lot cheaper elsewhere. I have a friend years ago, and she had three small children. She would buy her Disney souvenirs for her kids when they were little, at home. And bring them with her, and pa- and I'm my I'm mom thinking, used to do oh, that. black and white Mickey no, Mouse. No, my mom yeah, used to right? do that. She would pack a box. Why does it say dollar store, mommy? You <laughs> know, happy twenty seventh well, anniversary. <laughs> with the outlets, I got to say, if you follow social media and you pay attention to what is actually being sold in the parks, uh, they do change everything regularly for, for the most part. I mean, every four to six months there's going to be a purge and it's going to the outlets. So let's say you were on vacation and you saw something that last trip that you were on. If you do travel several times a year, if you don't get it that time, there's a good possibility Mm -hmm. you could show up at the outlets the next time and find it for 90% of the price that it was originally. Disney's character warehouse is what it's Mm -hmm. called. It was, it's funny that same outlet you were talking about. We were, um, we were on like the inaugural Disney dream or fantasy, which one of them, but the, um, there were like these vinyl mations that everybody was fighting over and they were sold out. They were sold out and we're walking through there months later. I'm like, look what they have a whole Mm -hmm. shelf of them. Mm -hmm. That would just tick me off. Yeah. Oh, they're still there too. The yeah, last time I was at the one. No, I was just there like two weeks ago to get gifts for my nephews, and they were there. I'm <laughs> all about if you're in the park, get your little tchotchke then. I don't know. Well, oh, for right, some people, a- you do have to do that, but some people, it's it's not a necessity. It's more about having the item to take home, and they are. They are legit Disney items. They're just in the outlet. Or in uh, Theme Park Connections, sometimes you can get something cooler because it's right. actually a piece of the park. It's but a sign that was once See, I would like something like that. But here's a, here's a tip. If you don't always have to buy something, you know how your kids are always wanting something. Take pictures of the, of the child holding the thing they want. What? Oh God, that's awful! Oh, God. Awful. Maybe next year you'll have this. <laughs> but that's what we would do. Here's an item I wish Mommy would have bought me, but she didn't. Definitely the outlets for the more expensive things. Like right above Kathy's head, you can't see them now, but they're uh, Kevin and Jody figures, mm-hmm. and those, those came from the outlets. Those didn't come from the outlets, oh. but I bought the same ones for only twenty bucks a piece at the outlets, and they wow. originally cost seventy five. So we should you know, explain it's hit or miss at the outlets. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but so you might not find that, but you'll find something cool for the expensive ones. I and I think definitely. it ties into the fact of you know we talk about renting a car. This is part of the thing that mm-hmm. sort of offsets that price of a car. Mm-hmm. Where you say, well, I'm going to go somewhere. I'm going to get l- l- less expensive merchandise. Or I'm going to go food shopping and I'm going to save a little bit of money on my food because I do have the vehicle to take me around. I would say, going back to your thing about slowing down, that was one of the hardest things that I found when I moved here is living up in Pennsylvania. We moved at almost like a frantic pace, like getting things done. And when I moved down here and I called to get something done, yeah, we'll get there. We're coming. Just realize that things move at a slower pace down here, and it's not worth... Yeah, Teresa, it's okay if my flip-flops are slow. Yeah. Oh, it's not okay to walk slow. 
<laughs> it's okay to take it in at a slower pace. <laughs> one of the things, or along, do fewer things. Yeah. Along those lines, one of my tips was going to be you should take into consideration who's in your party and who you're traveling with and try to consider the fact that you might have someone who's slower. Not just someone who might be older and slower, but for kids. The thing I hate the worst is when you see kids, like, their little legs going a thousand miles an hour trying to keep up with their parents Mm -hmm. in a park. Dragging them along. That's how I feel when I'm with Craig. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, plan your day according to that, not according to what you think that you can do. Mm -hmm. But, you know, make it a little bit more enjoyable for the folks who can't keep up. Mm Mm-hmm. Anybody get anything? Did else? we talk about the food even yet? I was just going to bring up some property food. food yeah. that yes. I know we've mentioned it before, Let's but we haven't this episode, Craig. Well, I, I mentioned it in the chat at one point in time. I believe uh, Michelle from up in Pennsylvania, who we've met at a lot of the meets, she was talking about coming down and getting tables in Wonderland because right now there's some rumors that tables in Wonderland could be going away for good. But um, a lot of times you can go off property and eat way better food for a fraction of the cost Absolutely. as long as you listen to our comments about what places you should be going to eat at um which they've been given before by john and kevin and i've thrown in a couple Everybody but i'm not letting them know what i want them to eat at because yeah. then it's <laughs> but we, we have we have dining <laughs> districts here like yeah. restaurant yeah. row on sand lake that's considered a dining district you have a lot yes. of a lot of restaurants in a close proximity like to each other. of eating. There's the Winter Park Village, which you're going to drive a little, uh, little I love ways the food to up get in Winter to. Park, though. What's that? I said the food up there is amazing. Yeah, it Park, is. Though. It is. I mean, it, it, I mean, the Ravenous Pig, for example. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. But you you got to drive to get there. But we have a lot of dining districts that you might want to check out. And, you know, I, I always never know what I want to eat if it's not sushi. <laughs> so I'll just go in one of these dining dist- districts and say, okay, here. You have all these options, and um, on that note too, like in Winter Park, and um, th- there's a there's a lot of free public parking there, and it's just a beautiful place that you can kind of wander because things, as opposed to Disney or even downtown Orlando, um, up in those um, areas, everything's a lot closer together. So it's some of the few areas here that you can actually walk through. It's like a They're community, shaded. Mm-hmm. a little yeah. community, is absolutely. What it is. Yeah. And while there's really great fine dining, sometimes you just want a burger. Sometimes you just want a McDonald's, and those are available or too. Or a grilled cheese sandwich at, at the crossroads now. Tom that, and cheese. Okay, yeah. you guys have been talking about this Tom and cheese place, but I on know. the Winter Park note, there's a place called Toasted, and they like know me by name at this point. It is amazing. Oh yeah. So if you go up that way, try that one That's too. That's impressive because okay. even I don't know your name. Well, you know, yeah, really. I'm not saying they know me by my real name. I'm just saying they know me by a name. Yeah, by all means, go off property, venture around celebration. We talk about celebration mm-hmm. all the time. There's oh. great food in celebration. There's cool things to see out that way. You can go to that Publix yeah. and just drive in and have a great time. Um, you know, there's also places that, you know, are not great, but if you're just hungry and you want to eat, there's places all along 192. Yeah. There's places right around the crossroads. And that's even starting to boom over on 192. They're trying to add more and more restaurants. And uh, just in the past couple of years, they've added like the Texas Roadhouse and the Logans, the Chewies, uh, Joe's Crab Shack. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can find them all over the place here. But they're trying to build up 192 and make (laughs) it a little more reputable again. But uh, then I I would be ashamed of myself if I didn't mention for beer drinkers. uh, It's really worth taking the long trip over to Tampa, St. Pete, Clearwater, and checking out their breweries because they're, they're kind of leading the front 
in Florida in terms mm-hmm. of doing good things. Uh, everyone knows Cigar City and mm-hmm. uh, if you're from down here and you've ever drank at Florida, but uh, Cigar City's huge. Dunedin is a great area. Some of my favorite places are over there. And uh, la- later on, I'll just list off my favorite breweries. For and we have some close here, interested. too. No, we do. At Orlando Brewing, you'll find me there probably three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. With not on growling. the clock, of not course, because <laughs> I would never do that. But uh, so <laughs> trying to lie. <laughs> but no, there there are good places in Orlando too. You can't beat, especially even on property, having um, big river. Your, yeah, big river. Love big river. Oh yeah, but. that's a that's a good one. For um, people wanting to do something a little bit different, and maybe of the the younger crowd, we also have a couple fun little concert venues i mean obviously there's the amway which is massive and huge and always seems like there's a concert every third day yeah. it's always kanye <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's always but then um it's always kanye. Always. down in downtown orlando we also have uh the social and the beecham which are rather small but sometimes they pull in some really good names and you grace can, lives at both of those you, she because, is because always they're there. awesome yeah. and it's just like these really like small little places and but when it's an artist that you really like, they're mm-hmm. they're like they're just right, they're right there, up in your face, and it's yeah. such a cool little thing to do. There's um, it, it, and one of the great things about here is that um, so many of these little places have been popping up lately. It's adding a lot of diversity to our offerings of these type of places. So there's like like bars you can go to this place called Player One Bar or um, Bart is another one, and they're all like they're video game bars. So you can go and play like all these classic video game consoles or whatever. Or there's like there's just a lot of cool experiences. So don't you don't have to stick to something like boring you know like well in i guess it should also be mentioned too now orlando city soccer has really kind mm-hmm. of taken over the city oh, so whenever they're in season it's definitely something to check out and and it's not that expensive for tickets either no, yet not at all think. and uh those games are some, super fun yeah. i've been to one the the fan base for this Orlando soccer team, they are serious. Mm-hmm. Like everyone wears purple, and they have this whole entire section um, of fans that come every week. And they bring it's like it's like having the high school marching band there. They all have like trumpets and and drums, and they play songs through the whole thing. And then when a goal is made, they shoot out these like huge confetti cannons like all over the field. It's just it's craziness and it's super fun sorry I if you got, want to play a, a I got road, really excited about if that you want to play a road game count the the amount of Orlando City soccer match yeah. you see <laughs> on the cars oh yeah oh and there's even one of the bars I go to in Winter Park every time the uh, sun rail passes they'll give you a free shot yeah and then if it's during a soccer game too then I think it's double shots as well I mean, are you in a bar every night I'm only days that end in wide Teresa relax <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't go every night. I wanted to mention that, you know, if you're into nature, Teresa already mentioned that you can pet alligators and touch alligators. But we have some incredible state parks here that are very close to Disney. Whether you want to go, um, you know, kayaking, canoeing, there's uh, Wakaiba Springs State Park that's Absolutely. over in my neck of the woods. Um, you can picnic, camp. Natural um, spring there. You can yeah, swim natural in. spring. Swim, kayak, canoe. Um, it, it's it's really nice and just a little bit ways uh, away from that. It's Blue Spring State Park. That's where the manatee come mm-hmm. um, through November through March. And that was something to see. We went yeah. there and I was like, oh, that's hundreds of manatees. There's a manatee park out by Port Canaveral too. You can swim mm-hmm. there. You can you can canoe, kayak. There are boat tours. So if you want to do something more natural, see natural Florida, that's a, that's a great option. One of, the cool things, spray. one of the cool things about these parks is that 
again, there's a natural spring and there's a swimming location, but what they've done is they've protected it so there's you, the alligators can't get in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that's, a, you know, don't swim in the lakes. This is specifically made so you well, can swim there. You have to watch which one you go to because we went to one in Apopka, Kelly Park, and Katie was there like, I think this is the one where the alligator bit the person on the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And there were signs all through the park saying, watch out for the alligators. And well, these two that Corey mentioned specifically yeah, those have two. But there's locations. other ones that are spring-fed that do have alligators around them. So check it out before you go, or you, you might be petting a gator. On the inside. <laughs> on the inside <laughs> out. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Uh, any last tips? Anything somebody has to mention that we haven't had a chance to mention before? Let's see. Flip flop. I for <laughs> gator. No, I'm good. You, you don't have to do it out loud. Excellent. Well, thank you guys. I think we came up with some really cool tips for folks who are looking to come to uh, the Orlando area and not necessarily do Disney per se. That was kind of the goal of this is to give people other things to do. Um, thank you very much for your participation in that. And again, thank you to everybody who has watched and listened. And we hope you join us next week for another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Love you. Mean it. (laughs) Whoa.